Friends, if you tuned in last Thursday, you heard all about the 2023 predicted trends, home design trends of the year. But I left something out, and I left something out entirely on purpose so that we can talk about it today, because in and of itself, this is a big topic, and that is the color of the year. Were you wondering, did I just snooze past that one? Did I forget about it? Do I even care? You're going to hear all about it in today's episode. Enjoy! How many times have you found yourself at your favorite home decor store, browsing aimlessly for an item to spruce up your space, just to bring it home and then not quite like it, or find that your effort didn't pay off the way that you imagined? That rug you bought? Too big, too small, or too brown? And the curtains? We don't need to go there. Or maybe we do, in this new Tuesday quick tip series, Know Before You Go, brought to you by all the mistakes I've made before, <laughs> and thankfully have learned from. Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating Goodwill shopping budget. And I've learned a few things along the way, and definitely made a few mistakes. But I am so excited that you're here learning how you can know before you go. So put down your credit card, grab a notebook and a pen, because you're definitely going to want to take notes. The color of the year. Are you curious what it is and who it is that we need to listen to or not need to? We don't need to do anything, but who it is we should listen to as the authority of the color of the year. Well, wouldn't you know, just like all of the the Fancy Pants designers and all of their Fancy Pants predictions last week that I shared that had some contradictory ideas, guess what? It is the same in the color industry. But the one that we are most attuned to thinking about is Pantone Color of the Year. That's been around for about 20 years, but I want to give you a little bit of history about the company. In case you don't know what that means, why is it important? Here's why. Pantone was a company that was established in the 1950s as a commercial printing company. In the 60s, they wanted to make sure that the colors that they that they wanted on paper that they wanted in print were actually the colors that they were requesting. If they wanted yellow, they didn't want lime green. If they wanted pink, they didn't want Pepto-Bismol. So they developed a color system called Pantone Matching System, PMS. Isn't that a lovely acronym? (laughs) So a, a graphic designer was creating something to go into a magazine and he wanted yellow. He could specify through the PMS, the Pantone Matching System, which exact color he was wanting, the number that was related to it, and there would be no surprise when it came time for printing. So for the past 50 plus years or so, Pantone has been the world leader in color selection and matching using that PMS. And they use a common color language across so many different industries. Just think about it. Printing, graphic design, paint, makeup, fashion, home design, the list can go on and on and on. So Pantone, whether you know it or not, whether it's been a household name for you or not, has been for all of these things that we choose to influence us. All of those design magazines that we gravitate towards on the stands, all of the things that we see out in that are making their way on TV screens and kind of paving the way to a trend, these all fall back to Pantone 
and Pantone's Color of the Year. Now, there have been, over the course, the the last 20 years or so is when they started doing Pantone Color of the Year, and other companies within the paint color industry are now on board. So that's why in the introduction I said there's going to be some, I don't want to say contradictions, but everyone has their color selection, everyone has their color color choice, and I am going to read a few, and then I'm going to save Pantone's for last. Now, what does this mean for us as homeowners and homeowners that have real homes who also work within real budgets to decorate. What it means for us is that sometimes experimenting can be fun, but sometimes experimenting doesn't necessarily have to be the entire wall. So I'm going to give you some suggestions for how, if you are not wanting to jump on board with Pantone's color of the year or any of the other colors of the year that I've already found, maybe you want to bring it in in a subtle way. But before we get to those recommendations, let the countdown begin. In the paint industry, what the colors of the year are. Are you ready? Krylon, their color of the year is Spanish moss, a deep, brooding, moody green. Wowzer, is it lovely. Dutch Boy is rustic grayish. You heard me say last week that out is gray and in is beige and grayish is still taking center stage for Dutch Boy. Sherwin-Williams, their color of the year is red end point. This is a mixture between blush and beige. More blush than beige, but not so blushy that you think it's pink. Graham and brown. I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing this. Alizarin is the color of the year. It is a moody auburn, a little bit rust colored, but a little bit moody. So that's on trend, right? We talked about how colors are this year are more moody and saturated. Bear, I like where bear is going. And honestly, if you think about the name, of course they spell it differently, but they're sticking to a rather bare color. They're choosing color of the year as blank canvas. It's an off-white and it's fantastic. <laughs> Benjamin Moore is raspberry blush. This is a little bit ready orange. Not so raspberry what you would think, but a little bit more orange hued than just plain red. Valspar could not think about just one. They have a 12 color palette. That ranges from all over the place, quite honestly. Dunn Edwards is Terra Rose. So you can think about that terracotta rose mixture. It's kind of like a blushing cinnamon is the way that they're describing it. And now here we are at Pantone's color of the year. Are you ready? I feel like we should do a drum roll. All right. Thank you for that. Here we go. Pantone's color of the year is Viva Magenta. You can just imagine, can't you? Is the picture in your mind really bold? It is. Yeah. And it should be because Pantone's color of the year is very bold this year. Let me read a little bit about the color selection. Here's what Leatrice Eisman, the executive director of Pantone Color Institute, has to say about the color of the year. She says, in this age of technology, we look to draw inspiration from nature and what is real. So... Pantone Viva Magenta descends from the red family and is inspired by the red of cochineal, one of the most precious dyes belonging to the natural dye family, as well as one of the strongest and brightest the world has known. And wow, is it a strong color. Some of the other description describes it as vibrating with vim and vigor. We already know that it's a shade rooted in nature descending from the red family, and red is an expression of strength. Viva Magenta is brave and fearless and is a pulsating color whose exuberance promotes a joyous and optimistic celebration. It is powerful and empowering. 
It is a red that revels in pure joy, encouraging experimentation and self-expression without restraint. It's electrifying and a boundaryless shade that is manifesting as a standout statement. All right, are you ready to go check it out? Pause right now, Google Pantone Color of the Year, and let me know. Is it powerful? Is it bold? Is it exuberant? And does it promote joy? So if this is the color of the year, and if we are embracing the idea of let's just tiptoe our way into experimenting with this brave, bold color, how do we do it in such a way that we don't overcommit, that we don't want to necessarily then paint our walls next year, next January, when Pantone reveals a brand new color of the year? Here are 10 ways that you can bring and experiment any of the color of the years into your home, into your life this year without overcommitting. The first idea is to bring it in the form of accent towels, hand towels for your bathroom, hand towels for your kitchen. We all know that every once in a while we need to toss the old ones out out with the old. Actually, let's just cut them up and make them into rags and in with the new. Bring in some Viva Magenta. Number two, in artwork. And I know that sometimes artwork, of course, can be super expensive. So I'm not going to commit a big expense to this. I'm going to go to Etsy and I'm going to search artwork with Viva Magenta. Super cost effective or create your own. My very, very favorite, especially to add a touch of whimsy in some of the spaces, is to do word art. And I don't necessarily mean what you might be picturing the farmhouse vintage like word art, something stenciled onto a farmhouse sign. I'm not picturing that, but I am picturing maybe something printed. And lucky for us, we can print the Pantone color of the year. One of my very favorite ways to create word art is to find a thrifted, kind of quite honestly, ugly piece of art on campus. Find a piece and then print out a stencil on my printer with the word I want to create. I just did one recently for my laundry room, my laundry room refresh. The art cost me probably about $3 to recreate it. It was quite special, but it had some really lovely colors. I chose a saying I wanted to have, maybe one word, maybe two words, whatever it is for you. For me, it was the lyrics of a song easy like Sunday morning. We know laundry isn't always easy, but that is the phrase I'm putting up on my wall in my laundry room. Easy like Sunday morning. I printed it out on paper. I cut out the stencil and I painted it, painted everything else other than the stencil white. So that what what revealed when I lifted up the stencil were these bright, vibrant colors revealing easy like Sunday morning. You can do that with Viva Magenta, or maybe it's not word art. Maybe it's fabric art. Go find a swatch of fabric at the fabric store, cut it out, cut a square, a rectangle, whatever shape you might want, put it in the washer so that it frays around the edge and then frame it. Beautiful, super easy. There you have it. Quick $5 way to bring Viva Magenta into your home and on your walls without it being permanent. (laughs) Numbers three, four, and five a picture frame, a vase, or a pot for your plant. And if you can't find those in Viva Magenta, you can always paint Viva Magenta on these. Now, one thing I would suggest you do is make sure that you, if you don't like the flat matte look at the end, make sure you put a little shellac on it. Number six, a candle. Easy peasy. Number seven, a throw blanket. Number eight, 
a throw pillow. Number nine, you can bring it into your kitchen or your bathroom again with the color of a soap bottle. And number 10, something I always add to my, my baskets because I put my plants inside of a basket is a pom-pom or a tassel. Create one using yarn for a pom-pom or fabric for a tassel. Adds just a teeny tiny little bit of whimsy and a pop of color. Now remember, repetition is the key to good design, but you don't have to have something so oversaturated in order to make a point or a statement. Viva Magenta will look really wonderful against a white wall, a beige wall, a light gray wall. You don't have to change the color of your wall in order to bring in and try this color of the year. And if you try Viva Magenta in your home this year, I want to see it. Make sure you post a picture in our Facebook group. We want to see how you're bringing in Viva Magenta in big and small ways or maybe just small. All right, friends, and if you're not choosing the Pantone color of the year, we have others to choose from. Spanish moss from Krylon, blank canvas from Bear. What is it that you're going to try out this year? Because whether it is a paint color on our wall, whether it is a paint color at all, our homes could all use a little bit of refreshing, a little bit of love, and definitely some experimentation. So make sure you share with me what it is you're experimenting with. And until next time, I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.